Welcome, welcome back to Spark That Talk. It's your boy Jones. And your boy Dini, a.k.a. Jay Lata. That's right. Spark That Talk podcast where we sparking convos about shit. That matters. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You heard me right. So turn up the volume on your headphones and let's get it cracking. It's time to spark that talk, baby. Yes, sir. Yeah. Testing, testing. One, two, three. That's like my favorite part right there, bro. (laughs) Making sure the mics is hot, baby boy. Bang it, boy. Yes, sir. We back at it again. It's your boy Jones. And your boy Dini, aka Jaden Yes, sir. Let the beat ride out a little bit. Yeah. Damn. Shout out to that boy Toothbone dropping them bangers, baby boy. That beat would never get tiring, bro. Yeah, that's a good vibe right there, man. Get your two step on, man. Feel like it's Friday, man. Step out, have a good ass time. Man. What's up, fool? I really wish it was Friday. I'm solid, bro. We almost there, bro, so shit. It's been a hiatus, bro. We've been, uh, we finally back, though. I'm excited. Oh, God. You see our fans <laughs> in the background, too, if you can hear that. They excited, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. We've been gone for damn near two weeks, going on three, so now we really got to get active. And we appreciate all y'all who stay tuning in and been hitting us in the DMs talking about, man, what, when the next one going to drop? When the next one going to drop? Big facts. Well, hold my nuts. This one's going to drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we back in full effect, man. It sparked that talk podcast. We sparking convos about shit that matters. And today, you know, we gonna, we going to touch on something or something else. Who knows, man? But... Yeah, we've been gone for a minute, bro. It's been a lot going on. You know, some traveling, some fucking personal shit, just a lot of things going on, just life, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes you got to take a pause and, you know, check out and, you know, actually just sit down for a second and figure out what the fuck is really going on in your life. You know what I mean? So we back in full effect, and we're going to just, we're going to do what it do. But today, man, it was um, another fucking... Sad situation here in Cali, man. Um, another fucking school shooting. Once again, we already had a whole podcast about this shit. Unbelievable. When, about, when we was talking about that fucking um, PSA they made about school shootings and what kids should do in the event of a school shooting, and here we go once again with another one here in Cali. Um, I, what you know what city that was? Um. Santa Clarita, so right next to... Yeah, yeah. I want to say I it's had, right I, next to um, Six Flags. Oh, out that way. Yeah. Yeah, so it was a little sketchy situation that occurred today, man. Um, some young buck... Yeah, it's called Saugus High School. Saugus. Yeah, Saugus High School. Um, I guess there was a 16-year-old young buck who decided to pull a pistol out and just get to shooting. And he ended up killing two people. I oh, read that. Two? Yeah, two people died. Bro. I know. I remember the girl got hit. And she yeah, they said it was a boy and a girl, I believe, a 16-year-old and a 14-year-old. So, you know, these are young kids, man, just going to school on a regular day, just thinking everything was going to be straight. But the crazy thing is they read some of the tweets from the shooter or some post he made, and... um he said some shit along the lines like, um, have a good day tomorrow, Saugus High. 
That was his tweet the day before he did this shit. Was it? Did the dude come off as a weirdo? Well, at least they're not really saying much, but all they saying it was he was 16 years old and he was an Asian kid. That's what that's what's being reported. Yeah. And supposedly, I guess he tried to kill himself, but he ended up living. So I guess they said he uh, suffered a shot to the head, but he's in critical at the hospital right now as we speak. I hope he survived. Yeah, so he can go ahead and get all that time no, and suffer, that. suffer. Yeah, I, I want him to suffer with that with that damage that he, oh dumbass, oh dumbass, don't know how to shoot himself right to off himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I see, hope this, he lives this, with that with the rest of his yeah, life. Yeah, this shit is just out of pocket, man. Like these kids, and you know, I was talking to one of my guys at work, man, about all this shit on the internet, man. Just kids having so much access to certain shit. And I just feel like this, this certain things are out here triggering them to just wild out or pop off, like from social media, from the bullying online, to all types of just shit. Cause now they, now they just got access to every fucking thing, man. And every second they're looking at what people got to say about them. I you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I just don't understand. Like, first thing I ever, ever first time I ever heard about a shooting was Columbine, right? Right. And then it's like. Years later, there's another school shooting. I feel like yeah, now... years later. Years later. Now I feel like in this day and age, I feel like there's a school shooting every damn month. Yeah, Down there say, every other two months, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I don't... I, I can't... At first, people saying when we had the school shooting, it was like, yo, it's the video games. You know, they tried to get down to right. that. You know, it's like what Call of playing. Duty and shit. You know what I mean? But now it's like, yo, is it really video games or what people are exposed to? Or are these kids just nuts? I think right. these dudes are just like straight... These kids are just straight like like uh just getting treated like they like the world owes them something, right? You know what I mean? And I and I think that's the thing being entitled to shit. They you entitled. Know what I mean? They feel privileged. They feel right. all this stuff, bro. And it's like, yo. And if something not going their way, they probably that's when they wild out. You know what I mean? They probably maybe the household everything is handed to them or given or they feeling super special. But once they get out here in the world. When somebody judges them or go against the grain with them, they feel some type of way. So does that become the norm then? Like I'm gonna feel some type of way, so I'm gonna go shoot up a school because what right, we explaining crazy. right now, what we explaining now, years before kids were feeling entitled and kids were feeling privileged at the same time, just like these kids now. But they now over here grabbing a strap and going to shoot right. Up you a wouldn't, you feel me? yeah, like, you wouldn't just pull up and and punish the whole school. Right. You usually call out that one or two niggas who. Was doing the bullshit to you, and you be like, "Let's get busy," or you know, lay down, nigga. You know what I mean? So what I'm saying is, from then till now, something had to happen in between, within, within the generation, like to it, make these kids do this and wild out like that. And I, I, I can't pinpoint what it could be. I don't know. Maybe just access is is just way more access to shit. You know what I mean? Like kids is just they can get access to anything. They can go on Google, figure out how to. You know, you can search anything to the point where he could figure out who can I contact to get a gun from. And now he reads up on it, follows the follows the uh, directions, basically find a motherfucker on the street, tell him you got a couple of dollars and you need that thing. And he, he probably, who knows, maybe he went out and did that or his parents had a gun in the house that they didn't fucking lock away and secure. Like, they're not talking about that. We don't know where the fuck the gun came from because the gun was recovered from the scene. And they said the clip was empty. So he had intentions. His thing, you know, most school shootings we've seen where they were found with, like, bags of extra ammo 
and all this shit. Yeah. This dude just had one gun, and I think he just he just wild out, bro. Like he was fed up with something, and said, "Fuck it," you know what I mean? Yeah, Asian kid probably got a B on his test. Got mad, <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> Hope you shoot yourself again. That's crazy, bro. That make because to me it still don't make sense, bro. Because I'm thinking back then. I'm thinking back then. These kids also had access guns, but not like how you say now. It's true, but at the same time, it's like we didn't have social media like that back then. So these kids could really keep secrets, right? You know what I mean? So they could just come out. Wow! Now all of a sudden, these dudes is kind of like making it. They're trying to give out little hints here and there, like they the fucking right. Joker. Like, like I said, or, he made that post and a normal post person would probably read that and not think anything like that but in his mind he's like y'all motherfuckers don't know what's coming tomorrow you know what i mean that's that's just a little off man i mean back in the day i you know we all knew some dudes who come to school with guns but they was bringing them guns for other reasons bro either for walking home after school or even to walk to school like they protecting themselves from other type of situations it wasn't to come do harm to a gang of students at one time, like that wasn't the motive. If if some big shit happened at school, it was like a riot, just a big ass fight. Nobody, I never seen at a riot somebody get popped. You know yeah, what I mean? True that. One like of the, just going crazy like that. One of the coworkers back uh, was saying, um, you know, it's you know back then was if you want to get down with somebody, you got down after school, during school, sometimes. You know what I mean? And word spread like. Wildfire and everybody running to where the spot is. I mean, at Jordan, I mean, it was at the science building, like on the second or third floor. Just go to the top, <laughs> go to the top. Nobody was really up there. Had a wrestling ring up there. Yeah, I've seen a couple of people get knocked up there, bro. Like that's where that's where it will go down. But it's like, but now it's like, yo, instead of now, I don't know the kid situation because I feel like most of these kids who are doing these mass shootings are getting bullied. It's not like having a problem with just one person. But this is a question. A this is what I want to ask. Like, say you are a kid and you're in school getting bullied. Are they speaking up about the problem or are they just holding it in? Because, you know, especially with boys, they we tend to not, especially at that age, even up to manhood, we don't speak on our problems at all. You know what I mean? True. We'll hold that shit in until to the point where you ready to knock a motherfucking head off. And you could have been talked to somebody, kind of either ease your stress, ease your pain with it, but we tend to hold it in because you don't want nobody to see you as weak. So who knows? These kids probably are getting bullied but don't want to tell their parents, tell their teacher nothing because they feel like if those kids find out, it's going to get even worse. And Makes sense. the thing is, I think with these schools now, since it's, people are so sensitive nowadays, we're going to have to try to figure out a way for – Teachers need to take some kind of class that can teach them how to pick up on a student who may be going through certain shit, like bullying and things like that. Like, yeah. there has, there's got to be some signals or signs you could read into with the kid and be like, damn, maybe I should speak to this kid, pull him to the side, see what's really going on, or kind of keep an eye on him during school when he out on break and in the yard, like, just try to see what's really going on. Is he being social with the other kids? Is he off to himself? Do you see other kids making fun of him? Like, there's got to be something that these schools can do to kind of put it into this bullshit. And two, with the bullying online, it's going to be down to the adults. Because, like, as a recent, I told myself, damn, my daughter only four, but yet 
I let her be on the phone too fucking much, looking at YouTube, doing this and that. She ain't at the age where she got an account yet, but if she had a social media, bro, and she on there all the time, how could I really know what's what the fuck is really going on on there? True. You know what I mean? Like, I think we got to start. Social media is a good thing, a good tool for certain things like businesses and shit like that, but I think social media that kind of just got out of fucking control to where it's people's lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. They life is social media. Like, they wouldn't even know how to function if you took that shit away from them for a fucking week. But here's the thing, bro. That's the times that we are in now. So yeah. it's like, you can't you can't just say, oh, I'm taking your phone away or I'm taking your social media away. You can't do that. That will never be done because your kid will be smart enough mm. to find another phone and get back on social media with a different account. What, sure. you, what you need to do, or what we all need to do, is flow with the times, but know how to micromanage that how time. To manage it. You know what I mean? For like sure. I know, I know. Like you said, cyberbullying or whatever. Like I'm not gonna teach my kid. Like I'm gonna show my kid. Like yo, you gotta have thick skin, because this cyberbullying stuff. Sure. If it's getting in your head, you on weenie, bro. Because in real life, you are. Because this cyberbullying stuff is just words. Remember what's that? What's, what was that saying? That sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt. That's me. what I'm saying, bro. And now I feel like it's flipped. I feel like yeah. sticks and stones may break my bones and words will break my balls. You feel me? Like, <laughs> dog, that's how these kids are nowadays. It's they just hella sensitive, it, It's bro. like I said, though, bro, because a kid can make a post. All the kids in the school can see the post now. When we was in high school, there wasn't no such fucking thing, bro. Bro, when I was you was talking about bullying, I said, I remember we talked about this many episodes ago, but the only bullying I ever saw in school was on the Disney Channel. Mm. I ain't right. never seen in real life someone right, get bullied, you think bro. When you hit high school, shit was gonna hit the fan. Like the seniors were gonna just be bashing you every day, dunking you in toilets. Like that's what TV right. portrayed. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But it was it was never like that, bro. Like they make it bigger than what it really was. But I think since we didn't have social media like that, we didn't have to deal with it at a constant base. Like just people talking like shit. If people was talking like shit, you either catch them in real time. Talking shit But everybody wouldn't find out about it It could take a day or two for something to spread But now you could be in class Somebody post some shit The whole class looking at you crazy within seconds Best believe you gonna call that motherfucker You You would have to bro But we're speaking We're both speaking on Going to inner city schools Because we don't know what going on the rich side of school Yeah because this area where this happened Was not Considered, yeah, maybe they the do. Inner city. Yeah, maybe they do live that Dawson's Creek or Disney Channel life where, where they just over there oblivious. Yes, and that's that's another thing. Like, t- like ha- your kids being out here untaught or not having conversations about real shit. I think that is another problem. Parents not giving keeping it a buck with their kids. They just always looking at them as oh they're just children. But like we spoke about before, when you drop them off, they're no longer in your in your eyesight, your possession, nothing. They got to start thinking on their own. If they going about nilly-dilly about every fucking thing everywhere they go, of course this type of shit going to throw them for a loop. Because they, 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 parent, like, they parents probably scared to have real conversations with them. You know, it's sad to say, but it's true. It's like I just saw a clip. This is off the school shooting part, but I just saw a clip of an officer drawing down on four little black boys playing basketball 
And they did it because they said they matched the subscription of a suspect. But these kids were only 12 years old, bro. <laughs> so they were 12-year-olds playing basketball when you pulled up. You get out your car, draw your weapons on them, have them get on the ground. You hear the boys crying, scared for their life, talking about, I got a basketball game tomorrow. I don't want to die. And the cop is like, just stay down, just stay down. We don't know if you have weapons. I'm like, what? You just seen these young boys playing. So when the moms and shit, the parents came out to get to the point, the lady was like, we don't do this shit around here. We don't. We don't, we're not committing crimes. We're not dealing with y'all. Like, why the fuck y'all over here causing this type of trauma within our young kids already? This is why you got to have them conversations. They already knew we got to stay on the ground. We can't get up and conversate with them because they look at us as criminals out the gate. Like, there's certain conversations that got to be had, especially in the inner city, because everything can be taken out of context just because of where we stay. Yeah. And I think in these better neighborhoods, these are never conversations. They don't have to worry about this shit. So when this type of shit breaks loose, I don't think they have real answers or solutions to any fucking thing. I feel like as a parent, if you tell yourself, I don't need to have a conversation with my ch- my child or my children, you know, because they already look like they okay, they going to school, and I don't really need to talk to them because... And you tell yourself, oh, they won't even listen to me anyway because mm-hmm. they're already influenced by their peers. Then you already lost the battle. Lost them. You need to have a conversation. And I understand that you need to have a conversation with your child because you never know what they're going through. Maybe they might open up to you on how they feel. But if not, at least they know that they can. If you constantly push and say, hey, how's your day going? I want to know what you're doing at school. You know, one one day they'll crack or they break or they'll just let you know. That just shows them that, man. Somebody gives a my fuck. Love and they, yes. Somebody I matter cares. to somebody. I matter to somebody, and it matters that it's my parents first because exactly. they're the ones who love me, you know? So, because you, that, yeah, I already know all about that, bro. Going home, like, it's just, it's just a crazy thing. Like, we got to do better with our kids, y'all. Like, with this mass shooting shit, I mean, we talked, we had a whole episode about how to help prevent this shit, what they can do, the precautions they could take. And it's like, y'all can go back and hear all of those things. It's just, I just had to bring this shit up because it just seemed like something that's nonstop, and it's not gonna stop. There's so much shit that needs to be done for this shit to to stop, but we're not there yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So once we get there, I guess we'll have that conversation again. But let's just pray, pray for them young kids that they ain't traumatized by this shit, mm-hmm. and hopefully, you know, that school could take some safeguards and not uh, be sitting around on their ass thinking we're safe just because we're in a safe neighborhood, like. That shit is out now, in my opinion. Like, ain't nowhere fucking safe no more. You know what I mean? So, you got to just be on your toes and precautions at all times. That's to everybody anywhere. We're just living in times now where people are on fucking edge. And it's like, you could be at the grocery store and some shit pop off. It's like, you, it's just not, it's not, Real. it's not the way it used to be, bro. Best believe I'm going to start throwing oranges at that moment, dog. Man. <laughs> Some shit go down in the grocery store. I'm knocking over the shelves, bro. Somehow, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just running to the nigga, shelf so it go if, domino effect. If that nigga's in the other lane, I'm somehow going to get the strength to push that whole fucking thing over, bro. I feel like, yeah. if we if That'll it's be the way effect, to do it. If it's a domino effect, I feel like even if other people are getting caught up, as long as we all get caught, 
<laughs> underneath something. We know the shooter's getting caught underneath something, so he can't Facts. move either. So we solid. On the real. So hey, you know if what? you see two, three of? niggas in the lane and you say push and these fools don't understand, you an idiot. Yeah. This nigga's in the other lane. Let's push this shit over now. If you say push it, this he, nigga's pulling. This motherfucker can't run that fast, bro. <laughs> if, if he's in the middle of the lane and we push now, he ain't going to make it out. There's going to be that one dude when you say push and he running. He going to have mad pasta sauce on his face and cuts and bruises. <laughs> bro, you know what I was just thinking right now, bro? Hmm. One of the one things that I hate doing is going to other people's homes and taking a dump. Yeah, that's out of pocket. To some degree, that's out of pocket, right? man. Like, I think, like I think, like I don't that. think nobody. The one for one thing, if you're going out and you know you're going somewhere, bro, you usually handle all that before you leave the house. <laughs> like if you know you're gonna go to, out to a club or to a movie, you're going out with people. You don't leave the house without doing everything before you even get in the shower. You should think to yourself, "Do I need to take a shit?" If you do, nigga, just handle it before so you can have a good night. But as soon as you get to the nigga house, and you like, bro, I'll be right back. And then you walk past, and you like, bro, what you doing there, my nigga? Oh, bro, I used all the toilet paper. There was no spray. I didn't know what to do. You walk by, and it's just like a fucking disaster. If you if you clog my toilet, I'm talking about where the plunger. Yeah, what? I'm talking about where the plunger. If a nigga asks you where the plunger in your own house, something ain't right. What are you in there doing, bro? Learn how to rip the toilet t- tissues, bro. All right. That's why it's called flush, 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 nigga. Don't just pile shit, up on them. wipe your ass like a thousand times and then flush. And then think it's gonna go down, bro. This ain't no master toilet. Nigga, the water pressure might not be that good. And your ass over here doing crazy shit. I don't know why that just occurred, just came to my head right now, bro. No, but I get what you're saying. I, I don't think I've ever like Done no shit like that. It just don't even sit right. You just gotta hold it, bro. What? You got to unless okay, so unless you got okay, diarrhea. So, then I so don't we, know what to tell you. So we say, okay, hey, bro. So say you ain't ain't did your stuff right, like you said. You got to do your stuff before mm-hmm. you go out. But say we headed to the club. You want me to hold my doodle in <laughs> over here, two stepping with my butt cheeks clenched. All night. Someone want to dance on that you. Nigga you got like, a, no, 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 no. That no, nigga no. got a stiff ass two step tonight. <laughs> you got someone trying to twerk on you. No, 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 not tonight. <laughs> yeah, that shit will be nasty. You over there farting and shit. <laughs> you, over you don't even want to fart, bro. Yeah, you don't do that. Next thing you know, all in your pants. You get to sharting on yourself, boy. It's over. Your life is over. What would you do if you did? It'd be all bad, bro. If you sharted yourself? I know it's going to be all bad, but what would you do? I mean, you have you no choice club, but to go sharted, home. Bro. Would you? You have to. In an Uber? Nigga, somehow, way, you got to get out of there and get the fuck on. You, you may stand, have to walk home you today. Stand front seat? You may have to walk home today, bro. Damn, 19 miles? <laughs> well, you know, usually if you go, like, say you in Long Beach and you're on Pine somewhere, you may be able to walk far enough to get to, like, the L.A. River Canal. Just, <laughs> just go down in there, bro. Probably hit some leaves or something. There's so many, there's so much shit down there. You might find you an extra pair of pants. I'm telling you, bro. You and slide some, and some toilet paper, bro. <laughs> a roll of dirty toilet paper from two years ago, bro. So you gonna see? A, you gonna find some bum down there? Be like, look, bro. It's been a rough night. Let me hold something. And you know his name. Hey, check this out, Tommy. <laughs> um, I see you every day when I pass by. But speaking of taking shits, bro, it's it's been happening way too often now. 
when I'm driving, I'll just see people on corners with their pants down taking shits. But I don't ever see that. You must be bro, in some. I don't I, know. I'll be riding through like some rough neighborhoods, bro. Niggas, I don't ever see that, bro. bro. You the only I, dude I know that be saying stuff. You wilding right now. Bro, I swear, look, I was leaving <laughs> work. Look, I was leaving work one day. I banged. I'm on Alameda, bro. And I'm just minding my business. I look to my right. My man's just chilling, like, with his hands on his <laughs> knees. Pants down, like, just like it's just a regular day. Taking the shit on the corner, bro. That nigga probably waving at you while you making eye contact. Bro, my man's act like nobody was on the streets. He was chilling, chilling. I said, what the... What the fuck? And then, I mean, I see I see females just pissing like that, too. Mm. Like, it's crazy out here, bro. Like, nobody has no shame no more. Like, bro, how you taking the shit on the sidewalk? You could be walking thinking it's dog shit, but it's really humans out here just did shitting you, on corners. For real, did you really, uh, did you, uh, I guess, did you stop long enough to see him wipe? Did he even wipe? Nah, bro, I was, I was on the go, baby. It was no lights. I passed his ass up. I couldn't believe that shit, man. I said, it's broad daylight. And you facing traffic like it's just regular. Man just kind of squatted down, his arms on his knees, and just he just getting busy. And I was like, damn, fam. Speaking of that, you ever took a dump? He couldn't make it to no bathroom. For real. Speaking of that, you ever took a dump with not not knowing that you had no toilet paper? Yeah, that's rugged. So what did you do? It better happen in your own house. So you can at least get up and clinch and find the, the the new toilet paper. That's the only thing you can do, bro. For real, you can only duck walk. You ain't got no choice because it's like, what you gonna do? Just hop in the shower? Yeah, you would. I mean, that's an option. See, here's the if here's, you in here's, your here's own the house, option. nigga. If it's never happened before, and it does happen, hop in the shower. Mm-hmm. Make sure you wash your booty hole, <laughs> but also make sure you. You you scrub the hell out of your legs and the bottom of your feet because that doo yeah. water is coming down. It ain't Most of these that. people don't. <laughs> yeah. So you talk, you thinking, oh oh man, I, I'm good. I, I already washed my butt. And next thing you know, it's like this niggas. Why ankle, your feet smell like ass? <laughs> your nigga ankles got brown shit on it. Like bro, you good? why your calves smell like doo doo, bro? Like, no. You know how when something's running and it dries, it, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Like you got you got like a a light brown streak on your legs. What's going on, fam? With like, with the drop at the bottom that kind of got hard. <laughs> you know what I would say? I lie to him. I'd be like, "Oh, that's a that's a big birthmark." Oh, that shit nasty, bro. That's some uh, nasty shit. I had a uh, I had an employee. Uh, you hear the water? Room. You saw a nigga go in your bathroom. Next thing you hear the shower running. <laughs> Something went wrong in there. Something. Bro, who told you to turn on my shower, bro? You say you went to go take a dump. This nigga talking about, hey, bro, you got some towels? Nigga, what? What the fuck are you doing in there, bro? Man, what, like paper towels? (laughs) Oh, my God. You come in here and this nigga a paper towel. He said, no, bro, I need a washcloth and a dry towel. It got bad in here, fam. Bro, I was out in Florida. I'm like, this your last time coming over here, nigga. (laughs) For real. Use some Clorox in that shit when you finish. You know what? Just get out of my house. Just get out of my house. Take your doodle underwear and your doodle pants and get out of my house. I was in Florida, bro, and I had uh, one of the coworkers was telling me a story actually about this doodle thing, and he um, 
I guess at his old job, at his old job, check this out, bro. At his old job, he got a two hundred dollar per diem, mm. and they 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 went to a different uh, state as well for work. Okay. So, but his aunt lived around the area, so in order to just save up on that money, he said, "I'm gonna just stay with my aunt." The aunt said, "Because I work late, all I want you to do is walk the dog, walk the dog, okay. the dog can doodle." But you gotta. He was like, "I didn't know nothing about picking up doodle with the, the handbag or whatever." So she was showing me. Right. Well, anyway, it was a blizzard outside. <laughs> so he said, he over here, he over here sipping on his jacket coat, and he was like, dang, it's already two in the morning, I forgot to walk the dog. So he like walked the dog out in the blizzard, Yeah, dog doodled all over, so picked up all the doodle, whatever. And then he he said he went back in, he ran out of jacket coat, so he was like, damn, man, I got to go, I got to go uh I got to go to the store, convenience store, and try to buy me some more. But he was like, before I left, I was like smelling my shirt, yeah. looking under my shoes. I was like, why well, I smell like doo-doo? He said he went to the convenience store, bought his jack. Yeah. Came back home. He said he still smelled like doo-doo. Even at the store, it smelled like doo-doo. Like, he was like, bro, what smell like doo-doo? He said and he looked dog up. shit smells terrible, yes. bro. So he, that that's shit. what he said it smelled like, bro. Oh, my God. So he said... He looked in the mirror. When he walked by, he looked in the mirror, bro. He said a big old doodle mark straight across <laughs> his face. Like, you seen Leatherface? Like that, bro? He said he had that. He had that, bro. Across his face. I said, the teller couldn't... I said, the person at the counter couldn't tell you that you had doodle across your face? Well, fam, first of all, how did that happen? So, he said, when he picked up the doodle, mm-hmm. because it's a blizzard, you're not really... Yeah, like snow getting in your face. He grabbed the trying to get he, the fuck he, out of it. He did one of those. He swiped uh, his face. Uh, without thinking about it. Not thinking about it. Ugh. So I mean, I would want to say that from now on we call him Doodle Boy or Doodle Face at the at the job site, but we don't. It was just a funny story. Just because we on the subject of doodles, I don't know why, but yeah, we about to get off of that, bro. That shit is nasty, bro. And if you got diarrhea, don't leave the house. Yeah, just stay home, Talking bro. about, oh, I can hold it. Get some Pepto and just call it a night. If you say you can hold it, you ain't got a super tummy, then you ain't Superman. Can't That's hold nothing. That's nasty, bro. Only thing you can hold is these nuts. That shit <laughs> is nasty, fam. Nah, bro, yeah, we're going to move forward a- away from these doo-doo stories because this shit going to make me sick in a minute. And if <laughs> I get to throwing up, this nigga going to get to throwing up. This I'll tell you bad, that. Bro. It will get crazy in here, bro. Yes, sir. Nah, bro, but I wasn't, uh, you know, I'm going to just go ahead and go on a tangent real quick, bro. Go ahead. I wasn't going to really talk about this shit, but <clears> I guess <throat> I'm going to just go ahead and bring it back up now, bro. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like at the beginning of the podcast, I did tell you guys we kind of took a, a hiatus because, for one, Jay was traveling, and two, some personal shit had occurred with me. Um. Yeah, I had, I was at work one day, and, um, I don't. I can't even start to explain even how this even occurred, but I had a strange feeling and it just threw me for a loop. So I ended up um, on the side of the fucking freeway with a load I had just picked up, and um, I had to get out the truck, man, because I felt crazy, man. Like my heart was racing, my my brain was feeling crazy. Like I was just all the way off, feeling dizzy, feeling like I was floating. It was a hell of a um, experience, and. Another driver saw me, asked me, did I need some help? And I was like, yeah, bro. He finally got out and helped me and called the ambulance. So the ambulance ended up showing up. They did all they could do. They got me to the hospital, whoop-de-whoop. So 
Long story short, by the end of the night, I, I was good enough to go home. So they by the time I left, they ended up ruling it that I basically was having a panic attack because I couldn't calm myself down. I couldn't relax. My heart was pounding like crazy. My blood pressure was skyrocketing. It was like it was like an out-of-body fucking experience that I never experienced in my life. So after that little situation, I went home. The next day, I was straight. And then the next day after that, it almost occurred again. And now at this point, I'm really tripping because I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? And I'm having these out-of-body experiences, feeling crazy, feeling like I don't have control over anything. And it got to the point where it was really affecting me at the house. My wife could notice I was tripping. I know my daughter was probably looking at me like, what the hell's going on? Because when all this shit was happening, my daughter's birthday party was coming up. And I was like, damn, I don't want to fuck it up because the way I'm feeling. But lo and behold... When the party came around, I was feeling I was feeling crazy again, bro. Like, I couldn't enjoy it. People could tell that I wasn't myself. I'm usually, like, up, moving around, dancing, grooving, having a good time with everybody. But I could not, like, calm myself down and feel relaxed. So I ended up going to the doctor again to really find out what's going on with me. And they was like, yeah, you're suffering from what we call anxiety. So basically, I started having fucking anxiety attacks. And to be honest with y'all, this shit feels so crazy. Like, you you don't feel like yourself. You feel like you don't got control over your mind. You don't got control over your body. It's just like an out-of-body experience that you trying to calm yourself down from, but you don't really understand what was going on. So when I finally, when they finally told me what it was and kind of, she kind of tried to tell me some ways to cope with it and shit like that, I started trying to, um, you know, use some of those methods, like just uh, basically slow breathing, trying to relax myself, going for walks, not thinking too much about shit because anxiety, panic attacks, one of the top um, triggers for this shit is stress. So they was like, are you going through some stressful times? What's on your mind? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, like everybody, we all got our stresses that we're dealing with, but like a nigga like me who know me, People know me, I think about shit all the time. Like, I overthink a lot of shit just because I feel like I'm always in a position where I got to make sure everything around me is okay and taken care of and without thinking about myself first. Like, I always put myself on a back burner. So, basically, at the end, the long story short, this was a wake-up call for me because we've talked about mental health before. And this anxiety and shit like that, this shit, depression, those type of things are mental health problems, bro. And, like, this is some shit, like, we don't really talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like, how we speak on how men usually bottle shit in, don't talk about their problems, that type of shit. And it could lead to this, these type of events where your brain just is in fucking overload and it just takes you in this out-of-body experience that you have no control of. And it's definitely been a wake-up call for me because now I've been kind of managing my stress levels where I don't allow myself to get stressed out about everything no more. If it's something's coming down the line from bills to family shit to whatever, I just try to manage it to where if this shit not that important and something that can get handled later, I just don't think about it. I'm not going to ponder on something all day long until I fucking... My brain explodes just because I'm trying to figure out how to solve a problem. And 
not only that, I'm learning how to, when it comes to my family, with my wife especially, to be on the same page. Because if your household isn't calm and cool and collective, there's no way you're ever going to get over this anxiety shit or having panic attacks. Because, you know, when we go to work, we're in the outside world, we're dealing with a lot of things. But once you come home, you really want that place to be your kingdom where it's nothing but peace and happiness. So me going through this shit has helped that as well because she don't want to see me tripping. She don't want to see me not myself. So I'm telling, you know, we had to have a long conversation about it. And it's it's helping us. It's getting better. And not only for that, it opened my eyes up to my physical health. And that, too, is another key to having a clear mental like, I never thought about these things because I never went through it. All I would do was hear people talk about it. You know, people like, oh, you just tripping, bro. Just calm down. It's nothing. But until you really experience it, then you realize, damn, this shit is some serious shit. It could take you off. It could take you out of work, take you away from your family because you don't want to be around nobody. You being antisocial because you feel like if I go out in public or I go around people, it's going to trigger me to have another anxiety attack. And one of my boys told me the worst thing you could do with anxiety is to stay secluded from people. And he was right because, like, the first week after the event, bro, I was just in the house, bro. It's in the house, and it was getting worse and worse like that. So I had to start going back out. I go back out, might feel a little crazy, but then eventually it started wearing off. And now I could honestly say to this day I'm feeling 100% better. Because I'm taking different routes when it comes to dealing with the stress, dealing with the just everything around me, bro. Like cutting out the shit that was taking me to a level that I didn't need to be and understanding everything ain't that important, bro. And everything, there's, there's a time for everything to be solved and a time for everything to be fixed. And you sometimes you can't do everything in one fucking day. And that's the shit that I usually try to do. I just try to jumble everything up, get it all done. So I ain't got to think about it. But in reality, I'm overthinking about it. Because why the fuck am I putting myself in a position to have to do so much shit at once feeling like all the pressure on me? So it's just something that I've been learning. And one thing I want to tell everybody is like, if you're going through this type of shit, bro, putting yourself first is going to be the key. Because if you're not good, how your family going to be good in the long run? You know what I mean? It's like if I go down, then I'm fucking up my whole family situation. You know what I'm saying? I don't want that to be a problem. So I told my wife straight up, I haven't thought about myself in years. And now this I'm finally starting to realize if I don't take care of my health, my mental health, my physical health, then how the fuck am I going to be here for y'all to help provide and do the things as a man that I'm supposed to do? So this is really just a wake-up call for me, and I've been making changes from my diet to my mental to everything, bro. And everybody around me seeing it and everybody around me starting to make changes too. And I feel like that's where it all starts, bro. One motion leads to the next one and everybody around you and your team on this page, which is going to basically bring your life to a, a healthier balance. So you won't have to deal with this type of shit. So to anybody out there dealing with these type of issues, anxiety, depression, fucking panic attacks, fucking stress, just all I got to say is just relax. Don't think too much. Try to just try to level out all your problems, bro. And just kind of put some shit on other people if you have to. Or just say, you know what? I don't, I'm not going to stress out about this shit, bro. If it can't get handled, I'll deal with it later. And just your household got to be your kingdom. So if you're in relationships, tell your spouse, look, 
yeah, we oh, we know we got shit we got to handle. Let's talk about it one time and not talk about this shit again because it's already been a discussion. There's no point in going back and forth about petty shit because now you're going to get each of our levels up to where we don't need to be. And the last thing you want to do is trigger another fucking anxiety attack. For what? Over nothing. And it's like, that's just some shit. There's some serious shit. And I just want everybody like, you got problems, bro? Talk to somebody like, Get your shit off your chest, bro. We ain't got to be these macho men all the time and act like we don't got our own problems within, bro. We all got our shit we dealing with, but we be scared or don't want to tell people because you don't want to never look like you a bitch. And that's just the reality. But in reality, bro, we got to handle this shit. We got to we gotta take care of our mental health, bro. This shit is some serious shit, bro. And I'm finally realizing that shit and it was a hell of a wake-up call, bro. So that was just my little spat right there on that shit bro and hopefully if y'all listening and going through these things bro the road will get easier bro just gotta just take your time breathe walk and just try to be free (laughs) man everything you say right there is all facts bro and i appreciate you coming coming out with that because you never know who is listening and who can actually take this and apply it into their own life because like you said it is real um, I, I myself have not, fortunately enough, have not faced that. And I hope that, I hope nothing of that factor against anybody on here, unless you're a mass shooter. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to be serious on that one, but yeah. Man. Um, no, but, I feel you, you know, bro. It's cool. But at the same time, you know, you're going to mess around over here, see you in the hospital again. Talking about, man, what happened, bro? It's like, shoot, my blood pressure shot up because, damn, she kept stressing me to wash the dishes. Like, nope. Right, bro. You it's gotta like. You got to kind of keep that, you know? You got you to gotta just try to keep shit balanced, bro. Like, everything and every day ain't got to be a stressful fucking day. Nope. Like, it just doesn't even make sense, dude. It's like, everybody got their problems, bro. But you got to just figure out how to manage that shit. And deal with it sometimes, but and not let it overtake you, overtake your mind, bro. It's like, True. it's just, sometimes you just got to fucking relax, dude. Relax. Woo relax, side. sit back and chill and enjoy the fucking ride, man. Yeah. And I feel like, um, I feel like, uh, you know, my little thing on here is, um, and I need to work on it as well, is my home should be a, play, a safe haven to where I don't have to stress or feel any type of anxiety. To where I could feel free, feel comfortable, feel alive, because uh, I'm with my loved ones. Exactly. And if bro. it doesn't feel like that, then things do have to change around your environment. To Big where, facts. You know, your home is, you know, heart is where the home is. That didn't make no damn sense. But your home is your home. The people in there should be loved, taken care of, and y'all should have happy thoughts. At all times, bro. It's like. Amen. You know. <laughs> I'm over here itching, bro. They always say happy wife, happy life, but what about a happy husband? Man, happy husband. <laughs> and they always say happy husband, jealous wife. You feel me? <laughs> Why your ass so happy today? Yeah, for real. Because I'm breathing. I had, a, I had a hot damn crazy day. You over here happy. <coughs> for real, bro. Man, bro, that shit is crazy. Well, that's facts. That's what you spoke, bro. That's cool. Off top, bro. Yeah, man. But like always, every episode we bring in the artists of the week. We call this the next up topic. 
This week we got Scotty Suave with his song Get To It. It's a banger, y'all. So tune in and uh, let's ride to this shit. Yo, yo, every day same shit. So we get it, it don't switch. Write it down, take a pic. You gon' remember this shit. Fuck it, then I burn the bridge. I do not need a friendship. Light a fluid till you're lying to me. Do not make me light a fire, bitch. I got a feeling these niggas don't feel us. They all in they feelings. The plan executed with brilliance. Some building on top of they building and turn a million to a billion. Yeah, boy, say hello to the villain. I'm finna come right at your ceiling. I'ma go off on these niggas. I promise I'm broke to be honest. So I can't sit calm until I see calm. I've been getting to it. Where you at? Why you couldn't call a nigga back? Now you gotta, gotta deal with that. When you see me split the split the check with my niggas who been down since the get. If I go, I'm going at your neck. Yeah, coming straight off with the knowledge. Uh, I ain't even finished college. Half a hoes trying to fuck me for goblet. But I ain't even have it back then, now I got it. Hey, I'm getting right to it. I look like the Jewish. Not signed with Nike, but I still do it. How you got ass but don't know how to move it? And how you got drugs but niggas don't abuse it? Punk fake niggas talking real big. Talking big wheels like a little kid. All black on like a silhouette. You a corny ass nigga, get the picture straight. I be going in like a fucking doctor. Baby, call me daddy, but no, I'm not a father. Only zero that I'ma be, I'm a comma. Youngest nigga chilling with the fucking Obamas. I've been getting to it, where you at? Why you couldn't call a nigga back? Now you gotta, gotta deal with that. When you see me split the split the check with my niggas who been down since the get. If I go, I'm going at your neck. Nice Arnold Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger, so you know we buy the flex. Yeah, get to it like the red do. For everything that you've been through, been plotting, been plotting hard. This time won't be no miss moves. Yeah, yeah, just sit cool. Y'all slept on me, y'all hit snooze. Next time, think shit through. Don't double back when the shit boom. Yeah, been plotting on how to make two out of dollar. I swear I've been, I've been wildin'. This shit got me pumped, it was popping like, yeah, stating facts. Knee deep, ain't no turning back. You remember when you turn your back? I've been looking for you, where you at? I've been getting to it, where you at? Why you couldn't call a nigga back? Now you gotta, gotta deal with that. When you see me split the split the check with my niggas who been down since the get. If I go, I'm going at your neck. Now it's Arnold Schwarzenegger on all sorts of niggas, so you know we buy the flex. Yiggity. <laughs> wow That's a that's a banger right there Shout out to that boy Suave Suave I see you big boy out here getting to it That's a dope ass record right there And I see you got some other music coming out bro So we gonna stay tapped in and tuned in And y'all can follow him on Instagram At Scotty Suave S-C-O-T-T-I-E-S-U-A-V-E Tap into him and follow back man, And show that boy some support Yo that was that was nice Yes sir that track got works. a good flow, good vibe, bro. I like that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Everything ain't got to be about ass shaking. For real. <laughs> for real. Everything ain't got to be about ass shaking. I feel like for a minute, then hip-hop, bro, that's all it's been, dog. I feel like if all your, all your tracks is talking about booty this, bouncing up and down, I'm like, dang. You not Hugh Hefner, homie. You ain't right. living that life every damn day, especially ain't if no you're way, not bro. mainstream. No. 
Ain't no way, bro. It's living like, with your mama. Ain't no way, fam. It's At the like, age of 42. It's just crazy, dude. Like, like we always talk about music is such a powerful instrument, man. And it's like a lot of this shit, like we love to go vibe and dance and club to certain shit. But it's like if this is all, if you, all you listen to is just that shit, no wonder you fucking kids are going nuts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Popping Molly Percocets. You know what I'm saying? Just out here. Turn the fuck up at all fucking times. It's like, take a fucking chill pill instead. Put the lean down and put the perks down, nigga. It's like, that shit ain't even made for that. For real. It's not, bro. It's fucking crazy times we in, bro. But, um, so what's the deal, bro? Blast from the past or? Blast from the past, baby boy. You got one? I got one. Let's get Let's right hear into something. it. Oh, but right before I do blast from the past. Yeah, yeah. I've got a little um, a little story. It's probably like 10 seconds long. So anyway, okay. I was uh, on Sepulveda and I think it's Vermont the other day. Nah, Sepulveda. Yeah, somewhere around there. Okay. Well, I went to go pump gas, right? Went to go pump gas and uh, I looked three rows to the side of me and I saw some lady pumping gas mm-hmm. and her man sitting in the passenger seat. Oh, that's out of pocket. So, you know me. Talk about a big homie. I had to walk up there and say something. <laughs> I'm just somebody who liked to get in people's business. Not going to nigga window like, Bruh, hey, fam. I went over there. No, I went over there. His window was down. Okay. I said, I said hey, bro, what? why is she pumping the gas, bro? Right. He, uh, he looked behind him. He pointed to the back seat. He had a wheelchair. Uh, he said, I got a wheelchair. And it just made me reflect on, that's why you mind your damn business. <laughs> Don't get in anybody else's business. Fuck around and get shot doing that <laughs> shit, man. I'm surprised he didn't turn around and slap me. <laughs> I deserve to get slapped that day. Hey, but I no, I, but I can see where you coming from, bro. But my man's like, nigga, for one, I can't walk, so I ain't pumping shit. So get the fuck out of he my did, face. He did one of those like, hey. So how did you walk away from the situation? It was a tight walk, like it was a walk of shame, or was it like, um, oh, my bad, my nigga. Like you know how we was talking about doodle, oh, and how you so holding your doodle, and how you holding your doodle when you walk back. That's exactly <laughs> how I felt. I did one of those military turns, and I walked straight back to my car like I was ho- <laughs> clenching my booty cheeks. Like mm. he got right in the car and skirted off. I said, I hope he don't no, but, see my plates. But I, can, I see what you're saying, though, bro. I, I don't, if you able, bro, your lady should never be out pumping gas and you in the car. If your legs work, nigga, you should not be just sitting there, fam. Yeah, and if I see that you doing weird. that, if I see you doing that, the only thing, I'm not going to approach you again because I don't know what's going on in your situation. <laughs> I don't want to get moated twice, bro. The only thing she should be doing is maybe you tell her go take the money inside while you pumping. That's fine, right? But if you in the car say go pay and pump, you ain't even you ain't even hit the button open the the fucking gas uh tank yet. You a weird dude, man. Unless I hear your voice sound like this, yeah, ma'am. And nigga, like yeah, I'm just pimping, sitting pimping. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> cold outside, fam. I, you know that's why I'm sitting in the car in the heat. Only only Cat Williams has that pass, bro. <laughs> Everybody else don't. But yo, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> All right, blast from the past. So, as y'all know, we was talking about earlier, um, we didn't drop any episodes a couple few weeks because, or a few weeks, because uh, we were all busy. And I was right. busy out in Florida. I was uh, handling business out there for my job. Well, anyway. Sir. 
on my way back, uh, I looked at my ticket and I was like, yo, my ticket shows that I'm flying Delta, direct flight back to Los Angeles, mm-hmm. five and a half hour, uh, five and a half hour flight in the middle seat. So of course, it's gonna be a tight ride, baby yes, boy. Sir. So of course, I went to the front desk and I said, "Excuse me, ma'am, uh, I will not feel comfortable in this middle seat. You can see how big I am. Can you put me in the aisle seat?" She said, "The only one I have left is in the very back, but you cannot recline, and it might be a little traffic over there because a lot of people get up and use the bathroom within the five and a half." I said, "It's fine, as long as I get that. But if there is another opening, let me know." So luckily, when they're about to call my uh, my section up to walk into the plane, she calls my hen- name over the overhead speaker and she said, hey, I moved you up 15 rows and you're still in the aisle seat. I said, man, this is a sign from God. So I'm over here all happy. I prop down. Nobody's sitting to the middle or to the or the window seat. And I put my headphones in. I plug it into the TV because I'm about to watch a movie. Nobody coming. Nobody coming. Finally, somebody comes. I'm not looking them in the eye because I'm yeah, still paying yeah. attention to my movie. I let them pass. They come sit in the middle and they come sit to the left. Boyfriend, girlfriend. Next thing you know, I start smelling my my shirt. I'm like, damn, bro. <laughs> like, bro, it don't smell like doodle. It smell like like bo. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty it, it was, was pretty bad, strong. Bro. Yeah, so I kept. You know, I, I mean, I had my shoes off already, so mm. I'm thinking, bro, nah, these some brand new shoes. I ain't yeah, got they, no stink face. Yeah, they my toes. It ain't that, bro? Because I took a shower right before I got here to this airport. Right. So, I finally turned to the left and saw the passenger. I ain't racist or nothing, bro. I'm, I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna sound racist though. And to the left of me, bro. If you can't take a joke, then you the problem. Then you the problem. Thank you, sir. If you can't take a joke, you are the problem. So I looked at him, but this is not even a joke. To be honest, it's real life. Because I looked at him, I said, oh, man, this dude looked like the Walmart brand of Aladdin. <laughs> and the stench was coming from him. Alibaba. Man, he's something, bro. <laughs> he made me wish I had the genie lamp, bro, and just rubbed it once and be like, hey. Can you give this man a little bit of deodorant, please? That or a shower. Give this man a hot shower you now. Get that boy a deep bubble bath. He gonna All need bad. It. Not not only him, but his girlfriend too. His girlfriend wasn't even Indian. She spoke Indian because I heard him speak it. But she was she was she a was Caucasian. probably telling him, "Damn, baby, you didn't put no deodorant on today." <laughs> no, cause she she stunk too, bro. Uh, she stunk too. They they. Damn, so, bro. Bro, so I was like, man, some natural products. You know, sometimes. In life, God already gave you the answer, mm. and you keep asking and asking for something else because you want a different answer. And because I was already given an aisle seat way out in the back, that was my blessing. Oh, I didn't feel like that was big enough. So instead of me just relaxing, don't have to recline, I'm over here sitting with all my weight shifted to the right side and my face <laughs> facing the aisle. And my eyeballs over here, the corner of my eyes, trying to watch this movie without trying to throw up for five and a half hours because my man stank, bro. Jesus, bro. I don't even know what to do in that situation, to be honest. Like, what would I tell him? Yeah, I should have told him straight flight. up, like, yo, bro, you stink, nigga. Like, damn. Like, bro. But like, if I bro, said that, who, make, who, who looks who looks bad, bro? Who Who's the bad guy there? I mean, it's always going to be the nigga bringing it up, but it's exactly. like this, bro. You disrespectful already. Getting in this tight ass airplane with no deodorant on. It's other passengers on here, bro. Once they seal these doors up, nigga, that's it till we land. I can't crack a window. 
I just I don't understand, bro. I can't crack a window and the the little ACs up there, bro, ain't that strong. Like nigga, like you fucking killing me and you're gonna kill us all on the plane and I, you ain't I even, even got no to, weapons. I even tried to w- I even tried to wiggle the uh the AC thing because you know how they have like three units. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I push all three of those little fan things towards him. Yeah. Just so that the air could go down, bro. Just My stitch, question, bro. like, did he ever get to the point where he had, like, his hand up on his head so his armpits was wide open? Nah. But even if he did, he had a he had a, a, a jacket, a zip-up jacket on. Ugh. So I already know all that funk was inside of the jacket. So the jacket couldn't even keep it in. He thought he was going to be safe with bro. the jacket. He probably didn't even know. That's the thing, bro. It's like Yeah, those, so natural. You know what I mean? It's so the, natural. He they was like the natural like, herbs, you know? Yeah, they like them natural deodorants, which is mean no soap. They get, in the, they get in the showers, nigga, and be like, we don't need soaps or rags. We but just what need would you water. Do? See, I was in my head. Right, the first hour, I'm trying to think, it's a full flight. Who can I switch, and what kind of excuse can I make to not make myself look racist? I mean, this or it, prejudice. It, it ain't even about that. I think you would have had to like alert a flight attendant, like, "Look, ma'am, this man smells obscene. Like this nigga smells like goat cheese. I really need to get that back seat back. Like I <laughs> fucked up. Like I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> this dude right here is out of pocket, and this when dude, he gets up. Oh, Make sure man. y'all lights all these seats, my nigga, because I don't know what's going on. This shit is nasty, dude. Be like, hey, you ever seen Jerome Bettis score four touchdowns? And they'd be like, yeah, that one game where he ran for like 200-something yards. Like, yes, Fuck. that exact game. Now smell his jock strap. Oh, my God. That's exactly how this thing smell, bro. You're going to make me throw up. <laughs> I, I can already tell this dude's. If if that was me, I would have had to get up, bro. I don't know. I would have had to just be disrespectful that day. Because, like, I have a low tolerance for bad smell, especially if I'm in a tight spot. I'm already knowing. And I got to eat. Like, if they bring out the snacks, nigga, I'm not going to be able to enjoy those things. <laughs> and then this nigga gets your up. Biscuit, your biscuit and Sprite going to taste just like doo-doo. Fuck. Dang. You really going to need a shot of cognac on that flight. Even that shot going to probably taste like something else. Yeah, Just because the smell was so dope. The smell was strong, bro. Because I, I could tell the people behind us were smelling it, too. Yeah, and probably in front of you, too. That's why they quit uh, fucking reclining. Man. They sat straight up. Yeah, just a public bad. service announcement. If you are getting on an airplane or in a public location where there will be multiple people, please shower and put on deodorant. Wash. I don't give a fuck what's going on in your head. These things are necessary. Wash your ass. Like, come on, man. You with your girl and you smelling like fucking three-week-old gym draws, nigga. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Have you ever smelled, like, in, when playing football, have y'all ever left y'all practice jersey on your pads yes, in your locker? I have. Nigga, I have. if you, and it's summer, I have. you go open that motherfucker, them things smell crazy, bro. Nasty. Nasty as fuck, bro. That's probably how he was smelling, bro. And and it was like the linemen were the worst because they shit was nasty, bro. I almost threw up a few times with my own shit. I had to, I said I said you know what, quit being lazy. I'm gonna just take it home every day and wash it because this shit is and terrible. Because even the pants start smelling. Yeah, in the pants, bro. The pants would be the worst. Over here talking about man, how everybody wearing white pants? You got. Off brown pants. No wonder you a good asshole lineman. You smell like shit. Nobody <laughs> wants to fucking touch you out there, boy. You gonna be the number one draft pick in the doodle bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Nigga go to the combine smelling like ass, and they said, "Mm, this has been your tactic all season, huh? (laughs) Yeah, bro, I just never never wash my uniforms. (laughs) I wear the same shit, same socks, same everything, bro. My jock strap smells like straight ass, and I don't know what to tell you. But, coach, sub me in, draft me, whatever we got to do, because I'm going to be that guy out there. Do something, right? But, bro, in the NFL, we take showers. You got money now. I don't know what to tell you. You in the NFL and you still not take your showers, you will be ejected from the fucking league, bro. I, I, bro, I, I really wanted to turn around. Like, now it's like hour two. Can't really enjoy the movie, but I really wanted to just slap this dude a couple times and be like, you stink, nigga. Get off this plane. You know, like on movies when somebody's ready to do something to somebody and they like, they show the scene of them whooping their ass and then they come back to reality <laughs> yeah. and they still looking at them yeah, like, just like, damn. He said, fuck it, I'm going to just leave. Like, he wants to beat his ass, but <laughs> yep. he knows exactly. he can't. Exactly. That's like, exactly how I felt. I wanted I, to be on that plane. I first wanted to be like, yo, like, what I should have done was just been like, damn, what's that smell? You know what I mean? And turn around and be, be like, like yo, be like, what's that? Be like, bro, you smell that? Just to have everybody on my side. And he look like, at you yeah, like, I, I don't smell nothing, bro. He probably like, no, I just smell curry. What a and what if he responded and said, oh, it's me, bro. That's just my natural sense. Oh, I would have been like. Then it's like, now we got problems, bro. Yeah, I'm like. If you, you admit know, it to yeah, me. Yeah, if you already know. You admit it to me. You came on this plane knowing I was sitting by you niggas, and you niggas came on this plane like this. You knew you didn't have this whole section. And there's no barricades in right? here, nigga. Talking, no, about, talking about, oh, I thought it was a private jet I was hopping on. Shut hmm. your ass up. Now I'm over here five and a half hours. My nose is big, <laughs> I, and and I'm not gonna lie. Two days before I ent- I got to the flight, I was clipping my nose hairs so I could breathe everything in, and uh, I probably got some curry and chicken masala up my nose, some jasmine rice, and some of that I don't know some of that bread that they eat. This nigga's stupid, but man, appreciate that blast from the past, big boy. Yes, sir. You always got some crazy ass story to tell, man. I know the people love it. <laughs> um, may sound like it's lies, but it's not. It's real facts. It be a lot of shit going on. Just how I want to be seeing people taking shits on the corners. It's like these things really be happening. It be happening. These things are happening in the city, bro. And it's like, where the fuck are we living nowadays? I want to know. So. In a couple episodes, hopefully, you guys DM us a pa- uh, blast from the past from your personal yeah, experience. Yeah, we will dope. read it out. That'll be dope. Yeah, if you got a nice one, send in at least a paragraph, and we could discuss it, and we'll tell you what how we would have reacted to the situation. That'll be a dope thing to do. See, I already told you my experience and how I should have reacted, but I didn't because I was a right. weenie. So. so yeah, if y'all want to DM y'all blast from the past with a show, tell that story for y'all and shout y'all out. And we'll keep that shit going out here. But, you know, um, like always, I'm glad y'all tapped in to Spark That Talk podcast where we're sparking convos about shit that matters. And, yes, today um, I do want to let y'all know, continue to tap in on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spreaker, Spotify, and all other major platforms. Our podcast should be on those apps. So tap in and tune in and keep us in your prayers. (laughs) And, um... Like and subscribe and keep spreading the word for us, and we're going to keep bringing y'all content. Um, hopefully, we have a good streak from this point on the forward with episodes every week. 
and this one dropped a little late due to technical difficulties, which I, um, I'm sorry about. But when you have kids and they start tapping on shit, they get to deleting shit. And <laughs> that's all I got to say. Right. But we're back at it. And, you know, we appreciate y'all. It's your boy Jones. And your boy Jay Lada. And until next time, wear deodorant. And wiggle, wiggle my balls. <laughs> <laughs>